are listening to Upside Down Trotten, turning power inside out never sounded so good. I am Scott Mullen, and with me as always is Sean Namini. I'm here with you and for you, Scott. <laughs> Thank you. I need it. You know, we need each other, don't we? We really do. I like. Do. I, I like to think that I'm uh, impervious to that, and that somehow I. I and always. I. I think I just use the phrase on a call before we start recording. If I was just like a Delta Force, I could just be like you know on my own, like the lone wolf out there in the woods. We're members of Delta Force, and we're here to take you home. And I know I like to say that, and I do mean it. You could if you if you needed to. Oh, yeah, push comes to shove. I mean, if that's where we're going, if right. it's going to be Red Dawn 2, then hey, I'm all there, baby. But but um, I am a human, and we are tribal by nature, and we want to belong, and we need each other. So, so I want to thank you. I want to thank my wife, and I want to thank everybody else that knows me, that puts up with me. Thank you. And uh, you're welcome also. That's right. We should all be so lucky. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Well, I, I saw one of these fake lawns the other day, and I had the sign up. You know, whenever somebody, a contractor, does some work, they... They like to put up the sign for some free advertisement. Whoa, whoa. What's that sign say? So I was just kind of ref- thinking about that. Like, you know, why, why would somebody choose to do a fake lawn when they could have just done something? Because I, I assume they did it because of the water issue. Hmm. Okay, maybe, yeah. So, all right. So if that's a water issue, you can still do something that's alive but requires less water or natural and requires less water, some rocks, some paths. Right, right. Whatever. Right. Something with a drip system. And then I got, and then shit got deep. And then I started thinking about. <laughs> well, you got a lot of, you're driving down the street. You got really deep looking at them lawns, didn't you? I, and that is, I'm a dangerous driver because clouds distract me because <laughs> they get me thinking deep. And, you know, like I, I, I'm looking around constantly. Hey, look out! So then it did, it did, it got deep, and then I started thinking about, well, so somebody prefers that synthetic surface. Or so they may believe that they do, right? Yeah. Right. Or they've been led to believe that. And, and then I started thinking about a lot of our experiences, and it seems like more and more we're choosing synthetic or not real experiences to real ones. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Yeah, and, yeah, and not only not real, synthetic also mimics real. So it's 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 not even real, but it also it's it starts to like copycat, but it's not real. Yeah. Well, absolutely, absolutely, and, and we're starting to prefer that, or so we think, or so we think, or so we've been made to believe. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, and and we are, whatever the reasons are, we are not you and I and and listener, hopefully, but we it, we we want to watch somebody else's drama and watch them solve it on Big Brother or Survivor or whatever football. We want to watch somebody else's drama instead of take care of the drama that we have. You know, we have issues and lives to solve and problems to solve, but we want to watch somebody else do that. And we have social media. We have synthetic relationships on social media. They're not real. And we prefer those to the real relationships because they're faster and more convenient. And, oh, look, I can keep in touch with lots of people at a time. Me, 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 I, I. I'm so fucking important. I'm so fucking important, right? At the cost of spending a lot of time with a few people or one person who needs it. Yeah, you know that's that's interesting, and the, the, I mean it starts with the lawn, and then hey, this opens up into a whole thing. Okay, are we going to Tangent Town? Let's just go to Tangent okay. Town real quick. It's fine. It's going to be like a it. fun night. I like this. Uh, or or morning or afternoon. Yeah, whenever you're listening to this uh, is when we're doing it, listener. Um, but uh, synthetic. Okay, so also, and I and I re- here I really believe that we don't want that, but I but I believe that we think that we want it at the front, but deep down inside right. we know that we don't. We don't because the propaganda has worked, but it. 
totally hasn't commandeered every part of us. I think deep down inside each one of us, there is that hunger. Like we just said at the top of the, God, we're so connected and we don't even know it. I just, that we hunger for true connection, real connection, organic connection, natural connection. Uh, you think about gamers, right? And and they would rather spend every waking moment of their life. I'm talking about like the hardcore ones you see on intervention. And there's a lot right. of them. I mean, like th- right. there's a whole community. that That is their real community, or so they think, is that's me, that big 750-pound dwarf or ogre or whatever <laughs> with the spear and the whatever, and, and I collect this many points and I'm rated this way and people all around the world know me and they relate more, and they to, relate that more to that. And, because, and I think that, that that's also a byproduct of, of people feeling like they've been made to be marginalized and compromised and made to be nothing in the real world. And that's by design too, so that then you know the powers that be probably love it. Oh yeah, go play your games, keep purchasing this and buy that and we don't give a shit. You know, at your own expense. We will never be slaves! Right. Yeah, the, the thing about synthetic also that's, you know, if you want to talk about it uh, from, a, um, from a gardening standpoint, you know, or a, a mm-hmm. botany, mm-hmm. Um, is... It, God, this is God. You really touched on. I'm really intrigued with this. This might be this show. Is this um, okay? Somebody's got a lawn, or and, and they go. I want to. I want to make it look great. I just want to make it look great. Okay, there's some dandelions in there, and there's some moss in there, and there's some. Which, by the way, you know, I'm all for an eco lawn. I I like moss. I like clover. I like yarrow. I'm like, that's great, man. Let nature do it naturally, and you don't have to do anything to it. But anyway. Um, people, go, no, 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 I just want my my ryegrass, and I just want it to look, you know, perfect, and I want it, you know. So there's a whole market for that. Specifically, the ones that you see, like the Scots Turf Builder, you know, mm-hmm. that's heavily advertised. It's a synthetic, and what it does is it moves a lot quicker than a natural, organic right. compound will do. It will give you almost overnight results. It will give you an amazing looking lawn, no doubt, and it'll give it to you quick. But again, for what purpose to one end and what cost? And here's the cost is the synthetic runs off and it gets in the waterways and the watersheds and it pollutes the streams and it pollutes the rivers and it pollutes the ocean. Okay, that's pretty bad. But even if you don't want to talk about the consequences to nature, how about just your lawn? Well, yeah, but my lawn looks good. Sure. But what is it doing to the soil? The actual, nature's smarter than us, and nature reads that as a synthetic. It goes, hey, you're acting like a normal organic matter compound that I do normally like in here, so I guess I'll sprout green, and I guess we'll go ahead and follow your instructions for now that say get rid of these weeds. But, you know, we, I, we're not gelling with you so much. And over time, it will compromise the, the integrity of the soil, the cleanliness of the soil, the ability for the soil to naturally on its own uh, be strong Amend. and yeah. yeah, and and be uh, be uh, f- you know have its own natural organic fertilizer in there for you. The synthetics destroy that. So what happens over time is, if you do it long enough, now your lawn actually can't even exist unless you do it at all. It's right. like the more by design, by, of course, by design, that's, that's, right? It's by design because you know Scott's Turf Builder. They don't make money unless you keep coming back for more. Like any good drug pusher, now now your lawn is hooked on it. Your lawn's hooked right, on a right. synthetic. It's now a gamer lawn. Get off my lawn. That's right. And and I knew I, that's uh, when I was typing this up, listener can't see it, but I, I, I typed on here, how would Scott Mullen, Master Gardener, approach this task instead of going plastic? What would you have done? You, and, you, and you touched on that. But you also mentioned like a drug dealer, and this is, this is the same thing, a synthetic experience that we, that the, the real raw experience of life, br- brutal and beautiful, we, many of us, prefer to be numbed to that 
through a synthetic experience. We prefer to be numb to the real experience so we don't feel it synthetically driven. What is real? How do you define real? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. So let, let's not do that. I, I, I feel that, that's, that it's, it's a, it, it further disconnects us from other living things, from ourselves, from each other. We're not feeling what we need to feel, um, good and bad, in order to understand where we're at. Let's take a cue from nature, too. So, so if you wanted to get that fertilizer and you use organic matter, real organic matter, it's going to take a little longer. It's going to be a little harder. It's going to require a little more work. But here's the beauty of it. The flip side of it is once you do get your lawn turned, and, and we can talk about why I don't think you need lawn at all, but we're using that as an example. Uh, once you do get it turned and you bolster that strength, you're going to have an amazingly strong and resilient lawn. Longer lasting. So what do you want? You know, we want to, you want that quick payoff? You want that quick, I need it now at all costs. I don't care what it does to me long term. Don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now. Which is kind of where we're at as a society. Or, Correct. you know what? It's going to cost a little more up front. i got to put some time, effort, and energy into this, developing this relationship with myself, with other humans, with, in this case, the land. But I know in the long term, if I do it and I do it right, boy, look how deep those roots are. Look how healthy that grass is. Look how, how healthy the soil is. Look how it all works in concert together for the benefit of everything. It's a, right. it's a great analogy. All the bugs that benefit. Oh, from the beneficial insects love it. Right. You bet. Yeah. Right. And so, and but just as, as an aside for the lawns, I'm not a big fan of lawns, uh, especially especially in like you know droughts that you haven't seen since what uh, you know ever. I I'm like you. Yeah. Uh, what can you put in there? That's first of all a native. So where you are, Sean, is different than where I am. Correct. You know, but I, there's there's native um, flora out there that I can find that I can put in that I can get to work in concert. Now it, it may look a little different. It may not look like a nice manicured English garden with trimmed hedges, but that's not what that's right. not sustainable anyway, and that's not what I want anyway. I want to have you know the plants that do well here working together with each other to create their own national natural habitat, and they can do it by the way with limited water, limited resources because they're designed to be here. And yeah, so even I have cousins down in Arizona, you know, and what they have down there can be different. It's just going to look different, right. you know. But like having a well manicured lawn doesn't make sense anywhere. But you know, especially like okay in Arizona, if they had like a well manicured, well flooded lawn, which they used to have in the '90s when I went down there. Bad idea. I think they've. I think that shit might have sailed. I, I'm not, I've been down there recently. Right. But, like, why do you need that? Why do you want that? That's totally unsustainable, and it doesn't work now. It won't work down the road. Yes, find a way to get creative and let nature do what nature does best. Let nature be what nature wants to be, where it wants to be, how it wants to be, and then watch how healthy this – oh, but, God, you're going to be getting visits from uh, butter, butterflies, bumblebees, right. you know, all sorts of uh, lace wings. Yeah, ladybugs. Oh, they're going to come hang out with you. So, being a ladybug automatically makes me a girl. You know, a thought just occurred to me. Well, we're waiting. Yeah, it starts a show. <laughs>
right, UpsideDownTrodden.com. That's the site. When you're there, download the show. Check out the special features. Receive news and updates. You know that, blah, blah, blah. Um, UpsideDownTrodden at gmail.com. That is the email address. Now, when you're actually on the site, uh, you can purchase some merch right now. We've got some uh, shirts up there. Sean is mastering them. There's a whole host of different sizes and styles and colors just for you, listener. Give it a little looky-loo, would ya? In addition to the website, you can find us on iTunes. You probably did. Uh, hit the subscribe button on iTunes if you found us there, and we'll come to you automatically twice a month. You don't even have to do anything else. We'll come to you. The mountain comes to Muhammad, or Muhammad comes to the mountain. Well, in this case, uh, we don't believe in religion. So, anyway, uh, we'd love to hear from you, right? Uh, and if it's on iTunes, you can go ahead and rate. Rate us. Comment. Comment about us. Uh, if you want to come to the site, UpsideDownTron.com, you'll find a community bulletin board. Uh, you can post your comments there. Uh, anything you feel like saying, uh, if there's an interesting link you want to share with us or a thought, an idea, a suggestion, what have you, that's the place to do it, the community bulletin board on our website, uh, thepoliticus.com. That's Damon's site over in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Yo, give you guys a shout-out. That site's fantastic. We always say go check them out. And There's something new up there. Like every hour on the hour, he's got something new coming up. There's, they're just on top of it. Very responsive. Very, very, very responsive, responsive and uh, interesting uh, takes on a whole host of stuff. Local, national, global, what have you. So give them a little listen to, looky out or for. And, of course, our sponsor, uh, Drink for Good, drinkforgood.com. We've been telling you about them for a long time now. Uh, They've got those great cause bottle water bottles and uh, some fun killer apparel as well. Check out their site. Give them a little purchasey poo. And when you do, uh, just make sure in step two of checkout that you put in save15, S-A-V-E-1-5, and you will automatically receive 15% off your order. Uh, we love them. Drinkforgood.com. They're fantastic. They're making the world a better place. We're trying to do the same. And if you purchase some bottles or apparel from them and you put in save15 in the code there, uh, you're going to help everybody do a better job. Charities, us, you, while you rock that shirt or while you rock that uh, bottle. And, uh, of course, Drink for Good as well. Uh, Sean, I understand you've got a guest just worthy charity cause endeavor you want to share with listener. Yes, and the, it is LymeDisease.org. What? 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 That's the uh, the guest uh, charity cause endeavor? Yes, I think there's been a mistake. Well, I bet you're going to explain. I, I am, and it's advocacy, education, and research. And there's a lot of uh, organizations that serve people with Lyme disease, but they don't all agree. And um, we're going to talk about it once we get going, but, uh, you know, a, a growing a new friend of the show that has Lyme disease and had some rough experiences passed on a, a film for us for us to watch. I watched that film. It was called Under Our Skin about Lyme disease. Mm. And, and the biggest issue with Lyme disease is, is uh, with the treatment. And so there are treatments out there, and there's a, but it's very costly. Aha. Uh-huh. And, and so uh, some of the organizations that support Lyme disease sufferers, they uh, stick with the establishment view of it, which is uh, it's easy to take care of and Easy to you know, hard to get, easy to take care of. A couple of weeks, you'll be fine. But that's not the case for many of them. And these people, LymeDisease.org, they they hold the belief that it, sometimes it requires years of treatment, to the chagrin of the insurance companies, of course. Oh so yeah. What, what do they What do they do at LymeDisease.org? Well, uh, education and outreach. They uh, they educate community and policymakers through the website and blogs. They also help inform the medical community, researchers, and policymakers through medical journal publication. Uh, they have the Lime Times, a cute little magazine that they do. Uh, it's a quarterly journal. Yeah. Physician training grants. Over 100 physicians have been trained to return to their communities to treat Lyme, Lyme disease uh, in an effective way. They do research. They do healthcare policy. So 
uh, you know, there's a lot on there. You can get involved. You can donate. You can you can read their research, their news and blogs, and of course, the Lime Times. <laughs> I like it. Uh, and, and you can and you can contact them. But but having watched that 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 um, documentary that film, it, it is a really real issue with lots of links that we'll talk about in uh, just a minute. Yeah, that they downplay, right? Interesting enough. Um, but but yeah, I, a big uh, piece of this has to probably do with what they're using to fight it, which probably happens to be drugs. Oh, and I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to guess that that might have something to do with with the episode tonight. It is about... Are you guys on drugs? Drugs! So what do we mean by drugs? Oh, I'll tell you what I mean, baby. It's time to party and live it Oh, no. Okay, I'm sorry. We're still doing a show. That's right. There's all sorts of drugs, actually, for all sorts of reasons, but... Uh, we mean both the noun, a medicine or other substance, which has a physiological effect when ingested or otherwise introduced into the body, and the verb, to administer a drug in order to induce stupor or insensibility, since both of those are happening in our society. <laughs> in a multitude of places. That's right. So there's all kinds of drugs with all kinds of effects, from benign to disastrous for individuals mm. and society, of course. Uh, the implications on all fronts are financial, political, legal, social. Drugs kill? Yeah. We shall see. Um, where do you want to jump into this? This is kind of a big thing. And, and boy, this is um, this kind of touches every part of, of civilization in one way, shape, or form. It does. And I, I, I want to just because we just mentioned it. I want to start with uh, the, the you know big pharma, pharmaceutical drugs. Mm. These are all these synthetic drugs Merc. manufactured – for, right. <laughs> for profit. Bristol Myers Squibb. Would you please shut the hell up? Right. For profit over the health of the patient and over the health of society and over the health of. Oh, no, no, no. The most important thing is profit, so we'll protect this. And that's what happened with Lyme disease. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Is this bothering you? 1980, the United States government allowed for corporations to patent bioorganisms. Smart move, guys. Managed care. Managed care. This introduced managed care, the HMOs, etc. And then they started buying up and patenting these microorganisms. And Lyme's was one of them. The 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 treatments. Uh, and then the CDC, the NIH, etc. They became partners with Big Pharma because now oh. it's it's about managing care. It's not about treatment and the best thing for the patient patients. Right. Um. It's this is the crazy thing. Lyme's is thought by some researchers to be a cause of Alzheimer's. Lou Gehrig's disease, Parkinson's, and multiple sclerosis. To be the actual causal agent? The actual cause. Because according to the, the doctors in the film, they say, we don't know the actual causes of these diseases. These just kind of come out of nowhere. And for many of them, that's why there's no treatment, because we don't know what causes it. Well, one guy, was he spent his time in his basement with this microscope looking at lines, looking at the, the, the syphilis, the, the cousin of syphilis that causes Lyme's disease, and um, which may, let's make clear it's not an STI. Well, you don't get limes that way. You don't get it by banging a hooker in Vegas. OK, yeah. they don't think so. But now that they're discovering more and more about it, they're thinking it could be possible. Um, but what he, he he took brain tissue of 10 Alzheimer's patient patients and found the bacteria that causes that's present in Lyme's disease in seven of the 10 Alzheimer's patients. Now, does, now what if you took um the uh, tissue of 10 patients you knew that did not have Alzheimer's 
uh, how what's the percentage that may or may not have limes present in those? Well, was it? It depends on it depends on where they live mm. on certain yeah. uh, in certain places. It, it's, isn't it's it really in the northeast? Isn't it much more prevalent? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. But yeah. but uh, one of the guys was a Grass Valley resident, a local guy who um, who had it, and because he was a park ranger. So California definitely has it's present, but not as bad as the northeast. Mm. But well, and, so anyway. The guidelines for the treatment of limes created by the IDSA. The IDSA, the Infectious Diseases Society of America. Uh, the the opinion that they they created a a treatment um, suggestion based on just a few doctors who all have ties to big pharma. And so they're creating these treatments based and and it, it, they, again they say the same thing. And so. Uh, many of these doctors who continue to do it, then those companies, those insurance companies, those pharmaceutical companies complain that they're not following the guidelines of the IDSA, and then they sue them. And they, they one guy had his license suspended for a year, and then after that, he got sued for $100 million by an insurance company. Wow. So nine of the 14 authors of the IDSA guidelines benefit in one way or another from um, a conflict of interest that they have with uh, an insurance company. So, so this, this, the big pharma is a huge, huge deal, and and it's it's to the detriment of every single aspect of it, except for profit of the people who make it. That's it. That's the only thing that benefits from these pharmaceutical companies because we could have a, a solution without it. Oh, sure. I mean, I'm just saying here. I mean, like, are there some things that honestly, legitimately, if we put all of our brain power together and worked cooperatively, that we may are going to remain mysteries and we may not be able to solve. Perhaps, yeah, it's very likely. But couldn't we certainly do a much better job if legitimately everybody was like, ah, fuck the profit motive. Let's actually take care of each other. Let's find a way to work together. To the let's get sulky in again. We always like to go back to that. Let's do that that's right. and let's share information. Let's let's you know crowd share. Let's here's what I know. What do you know? Oh, that's interesting. You found that there. Okay. Oh, and then what do you know? You've got another piece of the puzzle. And then all of a sudden, working together, we solve something. Right? Um, it's totally possible. And you're right. Big farm is a big part of it. And God, politics everywhere, man. It doesn't matter what we're gonna talk about on the show it's so like you know woven into this civilization it's like you know the 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 principles of what matters most to us and like chris rock says you know i don't you say you christian and you're muslim you know we all worship the same god horrible chris rock impersonation money we all worship the same god money you know and this this idea that it is so pervasive that even this it's like if I help somebody or don't help somebody, you know, with, in this case, we're talking about Lyme disease. Well, you know, sure, great. But that's ancillary to the larger goal of I got to make sure we make money. Hey, these are publicly traded, you know, uh, big pharma companies. And I've got a, a responsibility to the shareholders. And I got to fucking come up with something that's going to work every quarter so I can show profits so that Jim Cramer can scream about me on Mad Money every night, you know. It's like that's what we're doing. And, and, and it's interesting. Big pharma boy has a lot to do with what I want to talk about if we're going to shift gears a little bit about this war on drugs. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, we, and I love – this is not a new idea and I'm stealing it. But like I love how America loves to take you know, something and declare war on it, right? War on poverty, right. war on terrorism, right. war on communism, war on what – it's like I – hope, I hope soon to declare the war on war. I, I, that's great. And then it is a negative and a negative a positive. Then maybe it will destroy itself and it will go away and we'll be moving forward in this fucking world. That would be great. Or – because I'm always like if there's a problem, war. That's how we deal with it. That's just so like – it's so like – 
revealing of what your value is and how you see solving a problem. And I know how America is. America is like, you know, I'm a hammer. And so when I start to look at things that I perceive as problems, everything starts to look like a nail. And that's how I do it is I smash everything. So I declare war on something as opposed to I declare love on drugs, you know. And what I mean by that is if there are some negative things that I perceive as negative. (laughs) Some drugs help that. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> Where's hey is David Crosby in there? Can we get hey right Crosby? I think that's true. You see right there. There you go. He agrees. Now, uh, if we were to take a different approach, we wouldn't have to declare war on something. But but if we're going to talk about drugs specifically, um, there's this great article in Politico. Uh, Eric Schneider wrote it, uh, it was a few months ago. And it's called A uh, Hundred Years Failure. So how did a law to regulate heroin traffic turn into a costly, futile war on drugs? And so I'll just read a little bit about it. Right? Nancy Reagan? <laughs> just say no. I'm like, yeah, right. That's great. If there's somebody fucking jonesing, you know, to do a little hair, they're like, um, they're dope sick and they're fucking, yeah. Hold on. Wait, Nancy Reagan said, just say no. Nancy said, just say <laughs> so no. So I'm fine. I don't have to worry about anything. Everything's cool. My life's going to, you know, I don't need any help. I'm, 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 so 25 years ago, the stated goal of the United States anti-narcotic efforts, according to the Department of Justice, or as injustice as I call it, was to disrupt, destroy, and dismantle drug trafficking enterprises. That same year, the U.S. government pumped almost $8 billion into anti-drug efforts, including $600 million in prison construction alone. It was just a typical fiscal year during the height of the drug war. But two and a half decades later, despite the dizzying spending, we don't need a drug czar to tell us, even though one of them has... The war on drugs, by its own measures even, has been a century-long failure. You're already a failure. It's worth taking a look at how it all went wrong from the very beginning. And he goes into explaining how it all kind of started and why it started. And boy, isn't controlling a substance and making something that, that we can't get rich on or something that we, you know, like marijuana being a Schedule One drug. I mean, on a federal level. I mean, Oregon doesn't give a shit, but I'm still on a federal level. And that's changing. Yeah. But this, it's like, well, if you've got this thing that you can grow, even in your own fucking, you know, backyard, or fuck it, even inside your house, who cares? That very easily. Very easily. It's, and it doesn't cost a lot once you, once you, you know, get the seeds or you, you know, you, 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 you have a little Just bit. a little bit of water. A little bit of water and a heat lamp and what you can totally do it. And, oh my God, what if I have chronic pain? You know, what if I have fucking lupus or some shit like that? And I need to manage that pain. Here's a way I can do it that's going to have a much more positive effect on my body and I don't have to nobody gets rich off it so of course we must say that's awful that's right. and how do we do that right we we come up with a fucking video called reefer madness innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors marijuana the burning weed with its roots in hell oh this is terrible right we have to make you fear it even though really honestly that's that's an example of something that then actually would be a good drug and is a good drug and if it's used properly marijuana is fucking fantastic it can do a lot of really great things. Sure. Uh, but uh, how many people drive marijuana each year compared to alcohol, which is totally legal by the way? Smoke that or drink that. You know, it goes on and on to talk about sort of how it started. Uh, you know, about uh, post Civil War, you had aging Civil War veterans that were self injecting morphine to soothe old wounds. <laughs> Very effective, by the way. And phys- physicians were, you know, dosing their patients liberally with opium pills, morphine, uh, and smokers at that point, the opium smokers, usually Chinese. Um, you know, and maybe the occasional slumming college student. You know, they were the most recreational users of that. But that began to change. Uh, the passage of the Federal Food and Drug Act in 1906, you know, several decades later, revealed that ingredients in patent medicines to be increasingly wary 
Um, so the consumers and the development of aspirin by the Bear Company in 1899 offered a less dangerous alternative to everyday pain relief. Or in this case, Bear's like, hey, man, I can't get rich. I've got, and, I'm not, and I'm not dissing aspirin. Aspirin, again, can do some really great things. I mean, if you're having a sure. fucking heart attack, take a baby aspirin. It just thins your blood out. It can actually continue to help you get a little bit more blood flow going through your body until you can get i'm not saying don't go see go to the fucking er you know but so okay so it 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 has upside too um but so you had civil war vets dying off right and then you had a congress that was sort of changing in its sentiment about it and and you have big business in this case they use bear as an example coming in saying listen we don't like that we can't really sell this to the level that we want because so many people have this other stuff that they have access to readily available easy that's cutting our profit our profit Maximize profit. profit. You know, so they pass a bill banning the importation of uh, smoking opium in 1909. And then reports in medical journals indicated that heroin, which was then commercialized by Bayer in 1898 as a treatment for coughs and morphine addiction, was actually more addictive than morphine. So what's kind of funny is (laughs) it's like you've got Bayer right around the same time saying, oh, hey, they shouldn't be doing opium. That's bad because we have aspirin, which, of course, (laughs) okay. You know, if you need something that requires opium level painkiller, uh, I don't know what a baby aspirin is going to do, but but it's going to make bear money is what it's going to do. And then all the while, bears like sitting there pointing fingers and trying to like drum up support on why it's bad and you know this is why opium's awful. But they actually had a patent, you know, for fucking heroin at the time, which was seen sort of as a miracle drug. Like, hey, we can help get you off that morphine addiction with this drug that we now have a patent for called heroin. <laughs> I've never tried it, but but from the looks of things, you know, it it seems like it takes away. All of your trouble. Oh yes, and and your drive, and your mind, and everything, right? Right. But but each time, it's not that like I'm declaring a war on drugs for the benefit of people, you know, and for the benefit of so, the, the corporate people. <laughs> well, corporations of people, my friend. Well, yes, I should. You're right. Uh, but it was never for real people, not corporate. Corporate. I know some people think corporations are people. Not for them. It was always in the best interest of whoever has power and whoever owns, right. you know, the legislators of the day that can bend them to their will for their reasons. That was it. Traditionally, had to do with money. Almost all times, it had to do with money. Then right. you know, then they can they can uh, sell it to the public through their their culture wars. They can sell it to the public by ginning up fear unnecessarily, you know. And then they, they can make the public think that they want that, and it actually comes at their own expense. And you take something, you know, that uh, that otherwise, you know, in moderation could be actually very useful or beneficial, and then they outlaw it. And there and there are alternatives. Um, I, I heard on a on a talk radio program not too long ago that. Um, so they were using psychedelic mushrooms to treat PTSD. Now I don't know if I, I don't know if you've you, I do know actually that you have tried shrooms. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I was. <laughs> Just relax and get some. I will say I'll say I'll say it right now. I'm not I'm not necessarily proud of it, but but. The, the, there are certain drugs that scared the shit out of me. I never tried <laughs> uh, but I, I did more than my fair share of marijuana in my day. What? I, I have tried mushrooms, and I really enjoyed them. Uh, not not a whole bunch of times. I, d- I, d- uh, I, I did, did the yakasoba noodle, and then I put a little soy. Delicious. Are we talking about those? Because I love mushrooms. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, no. We're talking about psil- psilocybin. Well, psychedelic. Oh, okay. Uh, and um, I have tried MDMA, which is also known as ecstasy. Oh. Um, so And, of course, alcohol. It's a drug. It's a depressant. It's a drug. Yes, it is. So those are the, those are the ones I've tried, and and I I really enjoyed mushrooms, and and so I was intrigued by this story, 
And uh, I, found, I found a couple different ones, but uh, from The Guardian, from The Guardian Liberty Voice, psychedelics show promise for PTSD treatment. And this was in 2013, so it's moving on. Um, it says, continued research into psychedelics and their effects on the brain and mental states have new evidence showing promise that this may be the most effective treatment of stress-related issues such as post-traumatic stress disorder. Research shows that the active ingredient in psychedelic mushrooms or shrooms, psilocybin, reduces stress and stress-related anxiety. There is also evidence that it stimulates new brain cell growth as well. Wow. And so they, 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 they mention um, one study that 30 healthy volunteers had psilocybin infused into their blood while inside magnetic resonance imaging scanners, right. MRIs, in order to measure the brain's activity. In this study, it was observed that major hub centers of the brain responsible for the continuity of our experience were inhibited, allowing for an expansion of perception. A second study showed that, uh, that it enhanced a volunteer's recollection, recollection of personal memories and the vividness and imagery associated with those memories. A third study... Uh, talked about uh, it prompted neurogenesis, brain cell regeneration in mice, and that it could that it could have that same effect on human beings, hmm. uh, and that it also uh, led people to over. So the mice they they had been conditioned to be afraid of of this when a sound happened, then they got shocked, and so they were afraid of the sound. Not when they were on shrooms, actually. Well, uh, other than the fact that they're torturing animals to, to get that information, which I am not for, uh, I, 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 I suppose if there's any consolation to that is that uh, if they were shrooming. They were, and they were not afraid, and they were not afraid anymore. And so then they moved to people. Um, 70% of adults in the United States have experienced traumatic event, um, and 20% of them go on to develop PTSD. Uh, this, this sort of treatment... Uh, actually helps people to overcome that. Does it get easier? No. Yes. It gets easier. Oh, I got an idea, and uh, I hope listener agrees that this is a good idea. Uh, when we bring back another classic segment, Sean, we like doing that every once in a while. I miss those segments. We love to do them, and we've got so many. Uh, here's one that needs a little TLC. Uh, listener, if you're new to it, it's called YouTube Comment Masterpiece Theater. This is where Sean and I uh, we'll we'll read the YouTube comments uh, of a certain video for a certain reason, and we're going to explain that in a second. From uh, from people far and wide that have decided to weigh in. And this, by the way, who has time to do this? Who has time to be like, I've watched it, and I'm going to put my comments here. And and lots of people. I guess a lot of people. Which, by the way, uh, why don't you go to our website and give us some comments? We'd like to hear what you have to say about some of the things we've posted. Um, but anyway, uh, so tonight's YouTube comment masterpiece theater. <clears throat> play, for, for, for lack of a better term, uh, is going to be obviously about drugs in some capacity, Sean. And I thought uh, maybe it might be good for us to do it on uh, one of three different drugs. Can I tell you what, what what's in the running here? Let's see what we got. Okay, so um, we have Lunesta, which is a prescription drug for sleep aids. Sl okay. Yes! For sleeping di sleeping are, disorders. Are, is that the one where the people are like sleep driving and sleep eating? Like they wake <laughs> up and they've eaten a full turkey and, and like done laundry and had no memory of it? And it's got like this nice little yellow butterfly that kind of flies around at night and it comes into yeah. the – Yeah, everything's fine. Just take the nest and you sleep fine. Flies into your pants. Yeah, you don't remember. It's called retrograde amnesia and I don't know if the statute of limitations has okay. has uh, expired on that. Uh, you were raped. Yes. Uh, number two, uh, okay, Viagra. That's cheap. Uh, 
uh, erectile dysfunction if you've been under a rock. That's what Viagra does. And specifically, more specifically, the new spokeswoman for Viagra, Kelly Hu, and her <laughs> and her recent commercial. Boy, people had a lot to say there too. Uh, lastly, but certainly not leastly, Abilify, an antipsychotic drug. Mm. Oh, um, I uh, Dick Cheney. Oh. I think Dick Cheney should be on that. Uh, well, yeah, actually, I can sure. I can name a lot of people that uh, Donald Rumsfeld. I can name um, anyway. Um, antipsychotic drug. Antipsychotic. Yes, yeah. and that's also these are all prescription drugs from all big publicly traded multinational drug companies, the big pharma, um, that are probably really awful for you in the long run. If you're if you can't are. get a boner, just we can figure out why and go at it another angle. If you're if you're Rubs having some, some issues with the head, there's other things we can do. And again, if you can't sleep, please don't just take a pill for it. You know, try exercise, <laughs> try exercise and eating tired. right and creating a nice, uh, cool, calm sleep Meditation. chamber. I'm not trying to yeah. like underscore if anybody has like legitimate like chemical issues. I mean, there's there's you know, I, I don't want to like just say oh if you're taking a drug you're you know, but but can we can we agree with this statement that America is taking way too many fucking drugs specifically prescription drugs really uh, how much how how many drugs can they gulp down over medicated yes he's on drugs yeah so all right so viagra was a heart uh, a, a a blood pressure medicine yeah with. and one of the side effects was i got a raging heart on right. me go away and they were like oh let's just turn it into a boner pill that would be interesting but i i, I think that um I think you probably agree it's a little easy. Oh, it's too easy. Let's see. we like to we like to see listener. We like a challenge. All right. So let, I I think let's go with the the antipsychotic that is supposed to help with your depression <laughs> that gives you the thoughts of suicide. <laughs> yeah. So then that, maybe that's true. Then maybe a lot of people in power are on Abilify, and that's why they're fucking crazy trying to kill each other and and us along the way. Um. Okay. So. <clears throat> Uh, Sean, uh, do you need to, to warm up or anything? Is there any kind of exercise you like to do before you get ready to perform? I, you know, I, I'm very um, uh, particular about my, my routine. I knew we were going to do this tonight, so I already did my we kind of like loosen up the jaw. You know, this, I have my degree in this. Okay, I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. I, I, is there anything you need to do to, to I know, get? No, because I'm not a professional. So okay, I so just you're just going to roll with it. You're going you're gonna to wing it. Roll with it. Okay. You know, see what happens. And you know what? If 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 you have anxiety about that, there's a prescription drug we can give there's, you. There is. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, do you want to start? And and um, then I will. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're just going to go back and forth reading these uh, in character, and we will present to you now, listener, um, the the uh, rebirth of the YouTube comment masterpiece theater. You're welcome. <laughs> LMAO, what the hell? I feel like I'd drop dead just looking at the bottle. I'm depressed just watching this. I actually thought it was a parody from an SNL skit. It made a difference for you? Well, I sure believe that. This low frame rate makes me want to experience death or stroke. If you are depressed or just not feeling okay, then that's because your life is telling you something. When I become an adult, I will take Abilify. It's the absolute worst commercial I've ever seen. Fifteen different kind of side effects, all leading to severe and serious death. Oh, my God. This shit is garbage. Results may vary. At least she can take pictures with her daughter now. Permanent muscle movements. Awesome. <laughs> LOL. And pot's illegal. Wee. No dimwits. It's not an antidepressant. It's worse. It's an antipsychotic. Great. Advertise as they were candy. Nice. 
The term death was used twice in this commercial, just in case you were all curious. I like my medicine how I like my life. Full of possibilities and void of hope. <laughs> the name of Billify is hilarious. <laughs> if you feel like taking out an entire McDonald's, call your doctor right away. I, for one, take Abilify, along with my antidepressant, because Prozac alone did not help me. I've had depression since I was a child, but now with Abilify, finally, I feel happy and free. And that feeling stays for once. I am now a functioning adult. Now, I'm not saying that Abilify is for everyone. You should just go to your doctor, but it can help. May I remind you, those side effects may happen, not will. Oh, if that's not right. from Abilify, I, have, I don't I know. know I have to break character right yeah. there, and I that just have to say. So that's, uh, did, that you you are, write, did you write the ad and that post? Uh, Kim Evans, you so are Abilify. Uh, okay, thank you. Anyway, yeah, I'm <clears throat> sorry. Yeah, we should. that's not very professional. You never break character no matter what. I'm sorry, I'm back. We're back. My son-in-law was not suicidal. He had a backache. His doctor put him on Zivalta and Abilify. My son-in-law went to his doctor complaining of suicidal thoughts. Is a doctor, doubled his dose, and my son-in-law hung himself and died. These drugs are poison. This drug is for killing mental people. Our country is pushing this and others like it. No way. It makes me sick. I don't understand why anyone would take this shit after seeing this commercial. They should just say basically tons of bad shit can happen. But if you want to take a shot depending on a chemical to make you happy, it just might work. How is that any different than a junkie and heroin? If anything, heroin has less side effects. It is crazy. All of these legal drugs with drastic side effects that ultimately fund the political system. Can't light up, though. A natural home remedy. Hundreds of years of history show no serious side effects, no lethal dose. No, that would rob the system of resources. And it tends to open people's minds to the truth held within oneself. They would just as soon jeopardize others as to jeopardize their lawmaking power. We're being played by the TV and complacent. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> an X an X-ray to see if someone has social phobia. Oh, that's a new one. Money! It's a hit. Don't give me that do good good bullshit. We're selling our children down the tubes for money, America. <laughs> and... And scene! Well done. Well done, tons of fun. Drugs, Sean, what are we going to do about them? Well, I, I would say, first of all, we're going to have to do another show about them because there's so much to talk about. What? We didn't cover it all in 59 minutes? <laughs> but I, I would say, first, don't judge people for their choices if they're not negatively impacting you or society. Many people who demonize drugs like marijuana and mushrooms have never tried them. And I think drugs are, in my experience, something you can't speak on unless you have actually experienced them. If you don't like them, don't do them, and shut the fuck up about it. Uh, if you do like them, well, just be careful. <laughs> Use in moderation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, I would say educate yourself and enjoy all things in moderation. Yes. 
with respect to drugs, if we use them responsibly, there would be no need yes. for law enforcement of any kind. Yes. Could you be an occasional heroin user? If you could, then if okay. If you could, yeah. Have fun. Yeah. But most people can't, so again. <laughs> the proof is um, in the pudding, people. But know, know the effects of what you put in your body and cease doing so if and when it becomes harmful. Only you can control you, listen. Oh, I thought you were going to say only you can control forest fires. Smokey <laughs> the bear. You mean to no. tell me he wasn't token in them with <laughs> he back? Was. Okay. He was. He's uh, so, they talk so slowly. Only you right, can. That's Smokey, right. man. Come on back, brother. We're what good. is he smoking? But no, honestly, only you can control you. No law can control you. Yes. The, the, the only thing stopping me from driving my vehicle through a window just for the fun of it or it's because you. of anger or whatever is me. That's it. It's yeah. not the law that stops me. It's not the threat of danger that stops me. It's just me making a decision to not do it. It's and illegal so, to kill people, like that. you say, Sean, and people still kill yeah, people yeah, because people time. didn't stop people from killing people. That's why. They didn't stop themselves. Right, right. So, um, uh, Third, if you know someone who has any addiction issues, and I, I know people uh, mm-hmm. from prescription to illicit, support them and help them get their life back. Don't demonize yeah. them. Uh, you know, set boundaries, watch intervention, figure out how you can get them. Uh, there, there, them there, get their are, life there are better ways than others. There are healthy ways to help people help themselves. Yes. That's right. Yes. And finally, uh, on behalf of Otis Scarecrow, our, our hopefully new and uh, growing Much love friend. to you, Otis. He has Lyme's disease, and hit, Big Pharma fucked him over with with cutting the the treatment that has worked for him, and so he's he's trying to scramble. and uh, And our hearts go out to you, Otis. Good luck. And uh, on behalf of you, I just say fuck Big Pharma. I don't know how, but just fuck them. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you can fuck them a variety of ways too, right? You just like like w- try to try to give them as little as possible. Don't give them anything you don't have to, you know. And whenever, wherever possible, where you're not going to be putting money in their pocket, don't. You know, if it's like I gotta run down the street, get a Tylenol because I got a I got a mild fever. Okay, if you want to, or maybe just uh, rest up, drink some fluids, a little chicken soup. Then you know what do you know? You didn't go and and uh, I'm I'm not saying unless I'm not saying you get a fever and it starts you know like do what you do what you need to do. But but just let's just be let's be aware of it. And if we can make choices, Edu- yeah. educate yourself, you know about where we're spending our time, money, you know resources. Uh, that that is not going to benefit them. Uh, certainly, we you're not going to shut them down overnight, but you just don't want to make it any easier. I think that's what we're trying to say. Give them a hard time. Oh yes, I was going to say prevention versus remedy. Always in all things, you know, your body is in pain. For instance, right? You you don't take the time to discover why it's in pain, so you pop some painkillers. Brett Favre. I didn't know what that feeling was going to be like until I did it. <laughs> yeah, looking at you, Jeff Favre. Um, you, uh, you you don't address the causal agents. Uh, then, then you're hooked on the painkillers, right? And now you're an addict with pain. Great. So you doubled your fuck of trouble. You know? Rather, explore. Uh, you want to treat the issue, not the symptom. And I, I'm taking my own medicine on this. No pun intended. But I'm not really actually physically taking any medicine. That's the point. You know, I got uh, um, a couple months ago plantar fasciitis uh, developed in my right foot. It's fucking painful. Very painful. Very painful. I didn't know what it was. It, it, well, and I was having a hard time moving around. I was like, "This, I, dude, hey, I'm only 40, man. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking be walking with a cane in five years. Fuck that shit. What's going on? I'm a healthy guy. I take care of myself. If something's affecting my mobility, I was like, so I did a lot of research. I put in time, effort, money. I looked around, asked questions, and then I ended up going, okay, I think I need to talk to a foot specialist. I went and talked to a podiatrist, uh, one that's actually into MMA that understands, you know, what it is and how MMA can jack your feet. It jacks a lot of stuff if you, you know, if you do it too much. But, uh, and he's the one that diagnosed it. And he kind of looked and pulled and tugged. And he's like, yeah, dude, this is like textbook. So now what do we do about it? Okay. Well, first of all, first and foremost, come to find out, it's, it, you know, I just, I'm not stretching properly. 
So this, this is actually uh, a result, a cause and effect. This is an effect of me not doing what I need to do up front and giving my body what it needs to do so it can take care of me. So I'm not, you know, if I just did, oh, I'm in pain and, uh, you know, Tylenol's not cutting it. Uh, fuck, I'll do, I'll take some Vicodin or something. I'm never going to, I'm never going to learn. I had to right. fucking figure it out. And I got a whole host of stretches I can do. Now I have some uh, orthotic uh, soles that you didn't, you, back in the day you had to walk around with shoes. You look like a, you know, hey, who's that guy? No, it's really easy now. <laughs> Slide them into my shoes. Oh my God, it feels so much better. I got the right types right. of, you know, arches. Uh, and, and over the last couple of months, it's been getting better slowly, but surely it's heading the right direction. Haven't taken one pill for it. Don't want to take one pill for it. He's like, right. you know, if it gets really bad, we can shoot it with some synthetic steroids. Which, okay, I, you know, if you need to maybe in concert with working to treat the causal agent, fine. But right, I'm just right. like, I try not to take anything. I'm like, what's causing it? What can I do to change what's causing it? I wasn't aware I was causing it. And now, dude, I'm stretched. Oh, when I'm in the gym, I'm like pulling my foot back with the band. I'm doing all sorts of crazy shit that I didn't used to do. But I'm seeing the benefits. And it takes time. See what we talked about right. with the soil at the top the of the patience. show. It's I, I can't pop a pill and have it go away. I'm at two and a half months now. And it's probably 60% better. It's not gone yet. But it's heading the right direction. And I've had to punch, punch the fucking clock on this thing. But here's the thing. When it does finally go away, it goes away for good. Not I took some pills yeah, and it goes away for sure. two hours and I got to sure. take more pills. Yeah. So you opened the show with the, with such a great analogy with the, you know with the lawn and plants and boy that's fucking true with 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 drugs. All right, I got to move on. Uh, number two, apply the upside down trodden uh, scientific method. Right. For what purpose, to what end, and at what cost? And drugs, like so many other components to society, they're just merely tools. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everything else, we say technology. It's a tool. Right. They can be used used or abused for good reasons or bad. So use them wisely. And they can help things, you know, uh, get better. Uh, you, you abuse them, and a whole world of hurt can befall you or others. So just just remember that that they're not necessarily the solution. They can be part of a solution, or part of a plan to make things better. Working in concert with other stuff. That if it's ultimately going back to my number one and stuff that Sean and I talked about too, treating the causal agent, then great. But it can't just be the oh, I don't. I'm fat. I'll take a pill. I'm tired. I'll take a pill. I'm fi- I can't sleep. I'll take a pill. You know, you can't do it. You just can't. It won't work. Take control. Uh, yeah. And number three, hey, uh, feeling stressed? And I sure know fucking I am. Well, I say come on up to Oregon, right? You can roll a J and take a load off and smoke a little doobie up here. And uh, at least Oregon State Troopers, they won't – they don't give a shit. Now, if there's some feds that are walking down the street, then maybe they get into a little squabble. But even they – they're not really – I mean, Just don't flaunt it. Yeah, just – exactly. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Just because it's legal right now in Oregon doesn't mean you can fucking you know, light up a blunt and walk down the street in a public space. You still need to do it in the, in the confines of your own private space. you know. But – but come on up. As it should be. <laughs> yeah, you, whatever the fuck you want to do. Come on up and, and roll a J. Relax. Um, and there you have it. Uh, Sean, now before we go uh, and, and start the, the close for the show, uh, we, we like to give listener uh, a win, right? Because we talk about stuff and it can get really heavy. I like a little win. I think you need a little win too. What do you say? Please. All right. Largely in response to pressure from activists like you, listener, today, Delta Airlines made the following announcement. Quote, effective immediately, Delta – and Delta's actually late to the, the party. There's a lot of other airlines that have already done this. But, but hey, better late than never. Delta will officially ban shipment of all lion, leopard, elephant, rhinoceros, and buffalo trophies worldwide as freight. I guess that they were cool with that. Now, this sad recent news surrounding the illegal poaching of Cecil the Lion outside Zimbabwe's Hwange uh, National Park, right, has captured the hearts of humans across the globe and thrust the grisly practice 
of trophy hunting back into the international spotlight. Good, I say, by the way. The outpouring of attention and sentiment was a wake-up call demonstrating how many people care about the plight of endangered animals. Now, I would add that Cecil's I would add that Cecil's the world over are killed every single day. Not just lion Cecil's, but living Cecil's of every kind. 250 species of different Cecil's were made extinct just today alone. And I know it's hard for humans to connect to that awful truth because there isn't an image of those Cecil's right there in front of you like there were for Cecil the, the, the lion, helping you to understand that they were real special living creatures. And, but just because you can't see all those Cecils doesn't mean that they don't need and deserve your help, right? So a little something extra. It's a win, and it's a, I'm a little preachy. Uh, it's fine. Okay, do something for all the Cecils of the world, right? Take this outrage and this, and this uh, anger, and rightfully so. But I want people to get that fired up uh, about Cecil for everything. I want – if, if you – just 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 this – I want to highlight this. You know, Sean, you always talk about this. You know, like the Super Bowl. People spend gazillions uh, of dollars and so much time, effort, and energy to go watch a fucking bunch of millionaires play for a couple of hours and sit next to people they have nothing in common with. And they will burn so much time and energy focusing on that, you know. What if you took that and used that toward making sure everyone's got you know three meals a day or you know whatever it is? Right. So here's something else. So like I, I you just look, it's everywhere. It's all over the news, national and international. This whole story about you know Cecil the Lion, and as well it should be, but but I just can't underscore what I don't hear people then saying is then to segue from that into what are you going to do about it for everybody else? Cecil's gone and that sucks, and you should have justice right. for him absolutely. Right. But then take that fucking rage, that's that fuel, that fire, and put it into something that is going to actually make it a better place for people on planet in this case animals you know in this case lions other living things. other living things so if you're listening to this because this will fall kind of back into the white noise you know in a month or two and i don't i mean like harness it like go with it so if you're not sure you know where to start you can contact the humane society that's humanesociety.org or the center for biological diversity that's biologicaldiversity.org or even the nature conservancy nature.org for ideas on how to get more involved in the fight for all living creatures like sean just said so get active now make a difference today take that fire and get some justice for cecil by helping everybody else uh human and non-human coming after him. But what do you know? That's the show. UpsideDownTrodden.com is the website. Go there, man. It's pimped out. Uh, That's good. Yeah, you know we got everything up and running, and, and we and we want to hear from you. So hit that community bulletin board. Add a post there, uh, or shoot us an email. UpsideDownTrodden at gmail.com. Um, tell us your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, your suggestions, what have you. Uh, you know we're on iTunes. Hit the subscribe button. We're there twice a month for you. We'll always be there. You can always count on us. Uh, until we don't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, and if you want to do a snail mail, that's fine. Go ahead and send us a letter. Upside down, Trotten. 818 Southwest 3rd Avenue, number 292, Portland, Oregon, 97204. I don't think this was our worst show. It, it probably could have been better if there were some drugs involved. But, <sighs> you know, oh. <laughs> maybe for the editing. Oh, and, and uh, just so you know, listener, I was on drugs when I put this show together. This was my show to edit, and I was fucking high. How do you like it? Wow, 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 wow. It's very nice. How do you like the show? 
Uh, I didn't want to tell you at the top in case you didn't want to listen, but you listened to a drug-induced edited show. All right. Push it. The, ho- <laughs> the Holy Trinity with a W. Think critically, feel deeply, ask questions. For what purpose, to what end, at what cost? And in honor of All Hallows' Eve, Halloween to some, we'll be asking those very same questions during our next show when we discuss... Fear. Oh, it's gonna be fear. I love it. That was, I'm, I'm. I gotta be honest. I'm a little scared of that show. I'm a little scared of that show. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, and re- remember, resistance is fertile. And before we go, just for you, some words to live by. Drugs. Thank you. No, I'm straight. I meant, are you in here for drugs? Why are you here? Drugs. Or Sean Namini, this is Scott Mullen saying, whenever life gets you down, always remember to look at the upside down trotten. You want to get high? Oh, 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 oh,